get y'all anything else. Welcome to Breakfast with Brent Pope. I hope you saved room for dessert. I'm almost full. Almost. Who doesn't love dessert? You have earned this. Breakfast. Homemade pecan pie. I love Whatever happened to angel food cake? Any type of rhubarb pie. Rhubarb strawberry. Rhubarb peach. That's sour and sweet together. It's hard to beat. Who saved room for dessert? It's dessert breakfast. I'll get that right to you. I want to talk to you about this because I know as a hairstylist, Sure. You really don't. I guess you have your own shop now, which congratulations on that. Thank you. Yeah, it's been about um, four years now. You do have some say over whose hair you're going to cut. I mean, you might bring somebody in, right? And if they're a pain in the butt, you might be like, yeah, I'm not open anymore or something, right? Do you have to do that sometimes? <laughs> have you had to do that? Where you're just like, I don't have really I, want to work I with you anymore? Have the boot before yeah. I actually cut it or cut? After. Obviously, you probably cut it like one time and then you decide like, this guy's not for me or this lady, I don't want to yeah. work with her. I have the choice now. It's my shop. I like to call it hot potato syndrome where like, mm. you hold them for a second and then you kind of okay. get rid of them. But I like to think there's only a really a small, um, I can count them on one hand where people where we had like either we just weren't vibing or they had some some static going on. And, you know, like that's a, that's a whole like different topic. But yeah, you can filter. I, I do have the choice to refuse service on someone or I'm pretty much only taking vaxxed people right now, you know, this yeah. type of thing. But there are guys that, that come super late or entitled or, you know, maybe they're like, you know, I just, now, I've I never just been a trim, bro. And I'm like, I've okay, never been well. late for my haircuts, right? No, nah, come on. I'm always on time for the haircuts. That's, so, yeah. I think so. I think only so. late for and breakfast I, and meals. I fuck up too. And sometimes I'm running yeah. late or people, it's just like herding cats to get people in LA on Right. Time, but Well, I, yeah, I, I thought that maybe you wouldn't give too many people the boot because I would describe you, if I describe you in a couple words, just like to generalize you, I would say edgy, but approachable. <laughs> Approachy, edgeable. Approachy. Well, I, I work on that edge. I, Wait a minute. I, I sharpen those scissors. <laughs> yeah. No, there, there was a few instances where I can remember I had a client or two where, ah, man, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't go there. Should I go there? I think you should go there. All right, I'll go there. <laughs> well, I have, you know, sometimes you become really friendly with, with, I've had guys that have been with me for 10, 12, 15 years and uh, they become like, I don't know, if, like really, uh, you have a good rapport. Like how yeah. long have I cut your hair? Like, Not even a year. A year, okay. But we have a pretty yeah. good mm-hmm. mutual respect or understanding. Right. And you could tell me stuff, I could tell you stuff. Well, right. imagine if I cut your hair every three weeks for 15 years or yeah. some shit. Yeah. But there was a couple of times where I had guys that, you know, in LA, I think if you last maybe six years in LA, if you transplant in or cruise in and you stay six years, you're kind of staying in LA. But there was a few guys where I had maybe like two, three, four years. And you get friendly and you get chit-chatty and, you know, they tell you everything. I mean, sometimes it's like a can of worms, like, oh, whoa, you're telling me way too much. And then other times, maybe I'm the guy telling too much. Who knows? But that's the, the beauty of having your own private studios. You can talk shop. You know, we don't have to pull punches or we can just be silent. I and mean, I always feel like it's really weird if you're silent the whole time. Yeah. Then I feel like you're, I'm mad at you or you're mad at me or something. It's kind of odd. But there was one guy, you know, and I, I do love martial, mixed martial arts and jujitsu, and that's a whole thing on its own. But I grew up watching boxing and I love boxing. I have respect for boxers. But there was this one dude who kept saying like, yeah, fucking boxing is so this and that. And he fell out of my chair, so to speak, because like, I'm like, all right, dude, I, I used to box, bro. I had a heavy bag, I had a speed bag. I, I grew up watching boxing all those days, years. Boxing is sick. It's one It's one dimensional though. Like you get these MMA dudes and they're flying off the cage. And you, we had this like ongoing like seesaw battle of, okay, yes, there's dudes that can punch your lights out. Sure. But if you take them down, you, you, you know, you're going to nullify this shit, right? So that's the whole point of jujitsu. And we see, we've seen that. And so this guy, he's like kind of, He's a nice guy and he's a good dude. And he kept saying, oh, yeah, you know, like boxing is better. And it was just, it started to rub me wrong. And I'm just like, fuck, why are we talking about this, man? Like, we're, neither of us are fighters. <laughs> you know, but, yeah. but like, I, I, you know, I've been training jiu-jitsu and that shit for a long time. And so I'm not bragging, but like, I'll, I'll smoke this dude, right? I'd take him down, I'd, whatever I wanted I could do to him. 
he kept, I guess McGregor, and I'm not even a fan of Conor McGregor, but I went to, my girlfriend bought me tickets to Conor versus Mayweather. Okay. And I was in the last row watching that shit. Yeah. But he lasted, you know, a, a bunch of rounds and the dude's not a boxer. And it was very admirable. I mean, I did not think he would last, although. No, and but the dude can pop and the guy's got yeah. good timing and he moves, mm-hmm. and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I go, let me just put it to you this way. Like, if that dude, Floyd, respect, came into MMA, he would not last two, three, four rounds. He would be done quickly. And so I guess my whole point was talking about this, like, you know, kicking this dude out or I, maybe I didn't even kick him out, but we rubbed each other wrong because he wanted to to kept beefing up about the boxing. And I'm just like, dude, all right, let's go to the park. I'll fucking put, I won't even hit you. I won't even put on gloves. I'll wear, you can hit me, wear a mouthpiece. I'll, you know, I'll take you down, whatever. <laughs> he wouldn't do it. So I was like, so you just, you just talk, man. You'll talk. And so, yeah, that, I can remember that instance or maybe a few other instances where it got a little bit weird. I, you got to remember, man, thousands of people. I've been in here almost 20 years now. So I, there's not too many that I've kicked out, to be honest. Right, yeah. right. Well, hey, let me ask you this. Is there a certain type of haircut that you really enjoy giving? Or is there, are there a couple, I don't know if you can quantify what the names of some of them are, that you really are like, I like to do this. I think it looks good. I think I'm good at it. And in opposite way, mm. are there ones that you really hate to give? And you try, if somebody asks you, you're like, you try to convince them to not do it unless they really, <laughs> really want it. Again, loaded questions, my friend. Guys, most of the time we shave the sides out. Typically, you know, that cut came around and I guess officially professionally before I did hair was the faux hawk or maybe when, as I was getting into the hair, it came around where everybody would buzz out the sides. Like classic men's cuts typically were right. wide, round. You know, and I always tell dude the hair, I, I tell my clients the head is round, but when you square the jaw and you square it short, which is what everybody does now, you take out all that bulk. And the first thing, 99% of guys like, take the sides out, take the sides out. So that's a bread and butter cut for me. But the kicker is, is when you have either really springy hair or super curly hair and wavy hair, now it's like the artistry comes in where I have to blend. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> are, are there ones that you really enjoy uh, or really hate to give? You know, I think there's guys that test you as, or test me or test whoever as a stylist to check. Like sometimes it's a, a little bit of a battle, like maybe, oh, we can do this style. Like this is exactly what I'm having in mind. And then I realize like that hair is not going to quite do that just for maybe the texture sake or the growth pattern sake, you know, because there's levels or incrementally small amounts of hair, what have you, that will pop out. And then the first thing I do is like, are you a product guy? No. Okay, I'm casual. So then there's times, yeah, where it's a little bit of a tug of war to, to try to achieve a look, which which I'd say. Other times, there's t- there's like guys maybe, for instance, that I don't care for is I've never really truly liked man bun. I mean, I get the samurai thing and all that. That's dope. But guys that are trying to try really hard to have this semi bun thing. Do you have guys that you they come into to your shop? Your shop. My shop. And they bring their own hair product with them? There's one the, client that you know. Wait, no, hold on. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. Who do I who do I know that would well, possibly let's just say he starts with a B and a G in his name? The only person I know with that is Brian Gleason. It couldn't be him. He's not a <laughs> Wait, that sounds exactly like Brian he Galise. in some freeze spray where it's like Lego schlacking. Stinks up my old really? studio, my huge studio. I want to say that surprises me, but it, it kind of Look, Brian, I will say this. Brian has a vision. He yeah. likes to take control. And I, I would imagine you would like a guy 
that has a vision more than somebody who's like, oh, I don't know. I'm not really sure. Wouldn't you like someone to be a little bit decisive if you have to choose between the two? Or do you want somewhere where you can just push them into the haircut that you think it looks good on well, them? Well, like when gentlemen or people come in when, they, when they're when they in front of the camera working as, a, you know, what have you, a model actor. Yeah. They have a certain desired look or maybe they're trying to get that uh, vibe where it's like, oh, let's not do the, my old headshot. Let's do something really cool and make it more modern. And that, you know, I'm all day for that. I do that. That's my bread and butter is to make you walk out of there at your maximum capacity, looking good, feeling good, feeling great. You know, we had a, a fun talk or whatever. And there are times where it's like, your hair is, you don't have that texture of hair, man. Like, let me just tell you right now, or it's going to jut out. Like I call it, I give it the the metaphor of the, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the word, like a muffin where you have the lip sits yeah, over. Right. You know, I like to use a lot of little metaphors, but. It's like a muffin top, but for your hair. Yeah, a muffin top. For your head is the muffin. Will you be my muffin top? But <laughs> So there's cats that, you know, you got to, you got to either let them try it and then maybe it doesn't work out. I'm not saying that the cut doesn't work out, but maybe the look for them isn't right. Yeah, they, it's not what they thought it was yeah, going to be. Yeah, because, you know, you live vicariously looking at all these ads and everybody's on, you know, pictures and this and that. And you mind you, these stylists, some of these stylists are working at these ad shoots or, or photo shoots, what have you, for hours or they've got this dude with amazing hair or it's polar opposite hair. So there's a little bit of a, a craft where, like, I get fine hair is the toughest hair to cut, no joke, because it's limp. And when you have limp hair, it doesn't want to do anything. And then really on the other end of the spectrum or side of the fence would be curly, thick, wavy, or really thick cuticle hair, which is dense as horse hair. Those two, if you can cut those two types or textures, what have you, you're good. Thank you.